The Diehard Eagles Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome everybody to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean at stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin Eagles training camp is upon us. Day one, day two, day three of the Nick Sirianni Jalen hurts era in the books, but around the league breaking news, Dakota Prescott, AKA uh, Dak, AKA rain has been injured. Uh, he's got a strained shoulder MRI pending, but the bigger news, Carson Wentz, the uh, number one quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts is dealing with some sort of foot issue. Sounds like he's out for the foreseeable future. Justin, were you surprised when you heard that uh, Carson Wentz was injured? No, I mean, I can't say that I was uh, the least bit surprised. Uh, <laughs> I w- it was almost expected. I can't say that I actually expected it, but um, if anything, though, I was just thankful that he was no longer on the Eagles a big sigh of relief for myself um, right there. And it was just funny to, uh, you know, not have to stick up for him for once and his injury proneness and all that. Um, I, I kind of felt a little bit for the Colts fans. Cause I could even, you know, I was reading up on it and some of them were like, Oh, he'll be back. He'll be fine. Like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, the denial. <laughs> oh, I remember being there. Oh yeah. It's not that serious. I'm only here. Oh, so what? He misses a couple of preseason games. Not going to affect him. Some players are just injury prone. I know everyone claims injuries are random, and this this foot injury certainly feels random. Uh, Rob, you got to be impressed that Carson Wentz didn't even make it to contact practices before being injured. That's that's even a record by Carson standards. Yeah, I agree. And, and first of all, I'm impressed. Justin was already trolling the uh, Colts forums over there, uh, <laughs> checking out, working. getting some intel. But yeah, I, I'm with you guys. Honestly, I'm just happy we don't have to deal with it this year. Uh, you know, I can't imagine the stories that would be going on here if if that happened. You know, day three at Eagles training camp. So, um, you know, I want the first round pick. Uh, obviously, it impacts that. But at this point, I'm almost resigned. We're getting a second round pick. So, you know, Howie better not go trading those three first rounders yet. Yeah, we'll see. And then maybe that helps us uh, not have uh, not have to deal with Deshaun Watson because he won't have the trade capital from this, uh, this Carson Wentz. If, if Carson Wentz doesn't play Jacob Eason, I, I don't know. It'll, it's going to be tough to imagine they actually do something and it, it still feels like it's going to be a late one or an early two, but obviously horrible start for Carson Wentz. What is uh, it, it is this double edged sword where you're 
you you want them to be somewhat successful, but as a fan, you don't really want to see Carson Wentz succeed in Indianapolis, especially with the way he kind of left things hanging in Philadelphia. Uh, what about what about the DAC injury, um, Rob? Do you think you think that's going to slow back his uh, his recovery? I know yeah. said he's a hundred percent, but I, this to me maybe he was overcompensating with uh, that ankle injury he had last year. Yeah. It seems to me like this is just more of a, you know, to impact him in terms of getting reps. I mean, obviously he missed a season last year and he has to, you know, not only get back in the flow of it, but he's got to regain his confidence. I'm sure, you know, no matter how healed you are, when you have a devastating injury, uh, there's a big mental aspect to gaining your confidence back and, and fully trusting that. So every rep he's missing in my mind is putting him one step behind in terms of that. I mean, I, I think the shoulder is going to end up being a, you know, no big deal based on what I've seen. I think he blamed it on not warming up properly before throwing a deep ball or something like that. Yeah. I I don't know, but um, you know, that one I think is probably random. My hunch is if there was a game tomorrow, he'd be playing, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. And and with the Carson Wentz injury, just getting back to that for a second, it sounds like there's a chance he he popped something and it was a Liz Frank injury. I, there's a world where Carson Wentz is out for the entire season. Pretty insane. And and maybe this guy is just cursed because I, I don't know. Injury prone isn't going, uh, isn't saying enough. People were joking around that the bears of course have Nick Foles. Wouldn't it be the, I mean, I don't even know what you would call it, but imagine if the Chicago Bears traded Nick Foles to the Indianapolis Colts, and Nick Foles went on an epic run and won the Super Bowl for the Indianapolis Colts. That would be uh, that would be pretty awesome as an Eagles fan, right, Justin? Oh, absolutely, Sean. I mean, <laughs> it would just be such that's an the amazing- only that's the only non-Eagles team I want to win the Super Bowl is a Nick Foles. Led uh, Indianapolis Colts team, and they That's probably it. erect a statue of them outside the stadium. <laughs> you run that said, I think that's the the worst move that Indy could do, considering they just invested so much into Wentz. But man, it would be hilarious. He runs the Indy Indy, and they they have a statue outside of him. Oh God, that would be that would be so awesome. All right, uh, let's kick it over to actual Eagles. Before we do, of course, want to shout out WinBet. Head over to WinBet.com. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com. Get in on that $500 risk-free bet. Hopefully you got in on the uh, Carson Wentz under for uh, passing yards, under passing touchdowns. Been all over uh, giving out those uh, prop bets. You can find them over at WinBet.com. Big news before we get to some less important news. Zach Ertz hair is blonde. Rob, I, I don't have much hair left. You have a much uh, thicker head of hair. You 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 keep it short. Do you think the Zach Ertz dying of the hair blonde was it? Is this some sort of weird statement by Zach Ertz? Yeah, I mean, I it has to be some kind of statement because I I don't right. know what else to even call it. Um, I mean, I, I I mean that was something we did back in high school uh, yeah. over the summer. Uh, you know, he's now what 30, 30 something, thirty five. I, I don't know what he is, but. Um, it's odd, but you know, whatever it's football training camp. As long as he comes to play, I don't really care. Well, and that is interesting. He is technically coming to play. He's, he's running the routes. He, he passed the uh, conditioning tests, unlike Dallas Goddard, which we'll get to in a second. But then again, there's uh, one of the NFL network reporters is speculating that Zach Ertz is unhappy. He tweeted that out. Zach Ertz's agent liked that tweet. 
Uh, it's insane to me because he's getting eight and a half million dollars to be a backup tight end. Seems like a pretty sweet gig. Justin, are you worried about Zach Ertz poisoning the well here in uh, in uh, Philly? No, I can't be too concerned about a guy who uh, dyes his hair in order to, uh, you know, when he gets angry. <laughs> um, I mean, then who knows? Uh, maybe he's just, you know, a big Wesley Snipes fan. He likes Demolition Man dying his hair or, you know, maybe it's just a big boy band fan, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not overly concerned about Zach Ertz poisoning the well too much. Yeah. Maybe he's throwing a bit of a tantrum, but if, uh, dying your hair and wearing your shorts, what inside out, right. Uh, is throwing a tantrum. uh, I I can live with that. Whatever. That is a, again, none of this is tarnishing his legacy as an all-time Eagle in my mind, but that is an all-time petty move, the inside out shorts, like, Oh, that'll <laughs> teach him. It's just like so passive aggressive uh, of like, Oh, but also he knows that the media is watching him and they pick this up. Uh, very, very uh, impressed with his attention to detail uh, here. Speaking of attention to detail, apparently missing from, uh, uh, you know, well, who's supposed to be the number one tight end Dallas Goddard who failed a conditioning test. Now he failed the conditioning test on a technicality where apparently running the obstacle course or whatever's uh, whatever they had these guys doing, he turned the wrong way and got a time that was, or forgot to touch the line or something. So he failed the conditioning test. Rob, have you ever heard of anything like this? No. First of all, if that's what happened, why wouldn't you redo it? Like five minutes later, I, I don't even understand that. So the whole thing makes zero sense to me. Um, but these guys have to know what test is coming. So like, how do you get it wrong? Like you have all off scene to prepare. If you have to practice this test, practice it, like come in ready to go, especially the year when you're supposed to be the number one tight end, like, come on. Yeah. I can't imagine it's that complicated. I mean, football players, again, not the brightest of the bright. I, I don't imagine it's that complicated. It's probably run down here, touch this line, run back under 20 seconds, or you fail the conditioning test. Justin, do you think you could pass the Eagles conditioning test or at least um, no, I mean, run it correct? If, if we're being honest, I mean, I don't know if I could pass any conditioning test <laughs> at this moment, uh, but I mean, it doesn't sound like it's too hard, right? Wasn't Westbrook talking about it recently and uh, talking about not only Goddard, but more Ragor not being able to, to complete it. I mean, it doesn't sound like it's too difficult, at least for an NFL wide receiver or tight end. You would think that these guys should be able to do it and they've done it. It sounds like, you know, multiple seasons, whether it be college or in the pros. So I don't understand what the issue is with Goddard and more importantly, um, Ragor with this conditioning test. But I guess with Ragor, um, you know, a, f- a friend of his passed away recently. I'm honestly not sure how recently, and I could understand how that might get into your head and maybe he's just over it at the moment, but I'm hoping he can at least, you know, get his head right within the next couple of weeks and uh, get prepared for preseason. Cause he's, he's going to be a vital part of this offense. If we're going to be successful, I know we're, we're leaning on Devonta. We want him to, you know, be successful, but Ragor, he's going to need to be able to pick up some slack there. 
Yeah. And uh, you know, the, the personal situation aside, obviously a rough start for Jalen Rager, not being out there and not competing because it's coming off such a disappointing year. This is the year he needs to come in strong into camp firing on all cylinders from his professional uh, you know, professional life here. I, I feel bad for the guy and feel bad. He lost a friend. It's it sounds like a huge bummer obviously, but oh man, Let's 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 move it to happier topics. A receiver that is coming out of the gate looking great, Devonta Smith. Rob, are you uh, hopping on the uh, Devonta Smith hype train? I know it's been early, but so far he's looking pretty damn good. You know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I was a bit of a skeptic. Uh, you know, coming out of college, his size, but uh, after I've watched him, I mean, he is just smooth out there, and you know, I, I'm sure everyone saw the the recap from the other day that he had like a 60 yard TD where he burned Nelson. Um, I mean, that's exactly what I want to see. I mean, I haven't heard one negative thing about him so far. It seems like he's all business. Uh, seems like a good guy. And, you know, so far is living up to the hype, which is tremendous hype. So, you know, so far so good. I, how could you co- complain about anything we've heard? Yeah. And he's, he's kind of checking the, you know, much like uh Hertz who is just kind of doing all the right things, saying all the right stuff by all accounts. He's staying after practice, talking to Darius Slay. Hey, what, what can I do to beat you next uh, tomorrow? What can I do to get better? What am I doing wrong? And just the fact we didn't hear any of this stuff about Rager or any Eagles receiver. I I can never remember. I mean, the last time we really had a dominant receiver was TO and his dominance was purely physical. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't like uh, hanging out after practice and uh, asking people for tips. If anything, he was a huge pain in the ass, but the guy did work <laughs> his ass off. Uh, Justin, how refreshing is it to have a guy like Devonta Smith? It's it. I'm excited for the passing game right now. Oh man, how can you not be excited? Like Ron said, like Rob just said, uh, you know, he's just so fluid. I mean, it looks like he's like swimming out there on the football field. Um, it, it, it's exciting to watch him, and I just can't wait till game day to see what he can do. Um, it, you you pointed out, you know, he's saying all the right things. He wants to learn. He's staying after with Hurts. I mean. I, I, it just makes me so excited to see that these guys are doing all the things that you want them to do. They're saying all the right things right now. And I mean, if we just go back to Zach Ertz, if blonde hair is an issue right now, and that's the the biggest thing that we're talking about. And, you know, Regor trying to get his head straight after a friend passed away, unfortunately. I mean, those are two issues that I can live with on a, on a football team. You know, if those are the things that we got to try and straighten out. Yeah, there are a couple injury issues, seemingly nothing too serious. Probably the most serious is Sam Ali with the hamstring that they're saying is week to week. Brandon Brooks seemed like he had some hamstring tightness, but that was, uh, they held him out purely precautionary. Uh, today, there was some vet rest days. It's it's interesting to see, especially in the defense. Uh, Josh Sweat getting involved and getting a bunch of first team reps. Also, Davion Taylor, the uh, third round pick out of uh, Colorado, the linebacker who's kind of an athletic freak, didn't see the field very often last year, getting some first team reps. Rob, do you think this is because they like what they see out of Davion Taylor? They they just want to get this guy. Uh, more involved in the action, or do you think this is Howie behind the scenes pulling strings for a guy he drafted high? I think it's too soon to say that it's Howie behind the scenes. I mean, look, obviously, I, I think his draft position is is in the minds of the coaches, but I think if anything, it's 
Hey, we got to sink or swim here. We got to see what he has. And, you know, the only way to see that is to give him an opportunity in camp. And, you know, I'm happy to hear there's been a couple positive reports. I think he obviously has a lot to prove, but um, you know, I, I really believe with this coaching staff so far that everyone is going to get a fair shot and, and they're not coming in there with, you know, predefined favorites. And that if you emerge, you're going to play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll see, especially in the left tackle battle, if Dillard is somehow given the nod over, uh, over my when it's clear that my is playing better, that's going to be pretty annoying, especially Stoutland is, is you know, a very well-respected uh, coach. So it should come, it should come down to Stoutland who is going to be that starting left tackle. Are you worried about any Howie meddling right now, Justin? At the moment? No. I mean, uh, Rob just pointed out, you know, th- these guys are rotating in. It sounds like, or at least they're trying to give everybody the the best opportunity to shine at the moment to really see what they have. I mean, I can't ask for anything more from this coaching staff right now than what they've they've done so far. You know, sweats in there. Um, you would think if Howie was meddling, maybe we'd see a little bit more Barnett. You know, but it seems like they're giving everybody a fair shot and leaning towards you know, the best available guys right now. And uh, Davion Taylor, I mean, he was also getting those team reps because Singleton was out. So uh, I wouldn't say Howie has any meddling so far. And right now, uh, Sirianni, it seems like he's doing a good coaching job, seeing what he has available to him and, and working with what he has. So hopefully, you know, Howie does stay out of it and we can uh, let the coaching staff deal with whatever they need to. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Alex Singleton is out. He was on the uh, COVID list. So we'll see if uh, when he gets off that, if he ends up kind of taking back the uh, starting linebacker role. But Kayvon Wallace, again, it's good to see some of these young guys getting a shot, getting involved. But uh, yeah, it does seem like Mylotta would be the odds on favorite. We'll see. Dillard had one rough day there. It sounded like he bounced back a little bit. Before we talk, uh, Jalen Hurts, of course, want to shout out propswap.com. Head over to propswap.com. Use that promo code SGP. You can buy and sell sports uh, betting tickets. Eagles uh, money line sitting at six and a half. You can buy some Eagles to win the division, Eagles to win the Super Bowl. And of course, the Eagles start doing really well. And you have one of those tickets. Maybe, uh, maybe you're a little scared uh, that they're not going to pull it out. You can just sell the uh, ticket on propswap.com. And, and the fun thing about PropSwap, you can bid a lower price. You see a price you don't like it, it's kind of like eBay. In, in that sense, where you can find the best price, head over to propswap.com. Jalen Hurts time started off slow. Then it seems like each day he's progressed. According to reports, day three, 10 for 13, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, one rushing touchdown. Easily his best practice so far. I'm going to say I'm sitting at a seven right now on the Hertz meter. To me, he really seems like a guy that's going to shine when it comes to game day. And I'm excited to see him in preseason in this Sirianni offense. So it'll be interesting to see game one uh, preseason, how, how much hurts plays. I'm going to assume he's going to play at least a couple drives. Rob, where are you at on the hurts uh, hurts chart? One to 10. What do you, what do you give him so far? Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm around a seven. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can go higher than that just because we haven't seen enough, but um, you know, I think as we were discussing earlier, it, it seems like every practice he's gotten a little better and that's what you want to see. I mean, today was his, by all accounts, his, his best practice of the day. Um, and I think we just need to keep seeing him get better. He had the, you know, really had no off season last year, minimal playing time. So, you know, this is a very important camp for him. And if he keeps making those strides, 
you know, I am confident when it comes to game day, he's one of those guys that, that likes the spotlight that will not be rattled by the pressure. So, um, you know, I'm excited by what I see so far. I don't think you can go higher than a seven because we're only three practices in, but you know, optimistic. Well, yeah. And especially with Hertz, his, you know, his ability to make plays with his feet and you know, kind of run around and help get guys open or, or run for a first down. That's tough to really replicate in a practice, especially where they're not really letting him hit. And, you know, they're probably telling him to hang on to the ball more like longer than he normally would. Justin, any, any red flags from Hertz uh, coming out of practice? People are saying he's holding on to the ball, maybe a hair too long. Anything you're worried about so far early on in camp here with Jalen Hurts? No, not too much, uh, Sean. I was hoping you were going to talk about his feet a little bit more. It seems oh, yeah. like uh, that's, that's people good, are really into those at the moment. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's up with Jalen Hurts' feet? <laughs> Sirianni seems to uh, be all about Hurts' feet right now, just making sure... You know, everything's synced up. He's he's good to go. And it makes sense, you know. Um, I, I like what Sirianni was talking about the other day. Um, getting him prepared to be back there, you know, and, and working with the feet, making sure that everything is working together mechanics-wise. Um, and it, it sounds like, you know, they're making strides with Hertz, um, especially with how well he's doing in practice. And, and, you know, with every new coaching staff comes some adjustments, especially for a guy like Hertz, you know, um, new to the NFL, relatively new to the NFL. And, uh, I mean, I don't think you could ask anything more from him right now in practice, as you guys pointed it out. I know you both said you gave him a seven. I'm going to, I'm going to say a six and a half just because I, I want to temper my expectations. I did not want to get too hyped. Um, you know, I've been brokenhearted, <laughs> you know, with Wentz. So, uh, let's, let's keep those expectations low, but right now I like where Hertz is at, honestly. Yeah, I, I get it. You don't want to buy in too hard too soon. Again, we just got out of a, a messy divorce. Let's just, no, let's just go on a couple of dates. Don't need, a, don't need to settle down. Don't need a, don't need to put a ring on anyone's finger right now. And uh, you know, unless it's a Super Bowl ring, then then certainly uh make that yeah. but yeah, you're right. Jalen Hurts, his his footwork, and and that's kind of one thing I've liked about Sirianni. By all accounts, he's uh coaching guys up today, saw things get a little sloppy, brought the whole team in together, made him uh, grab a knee and and talk to him about uh cleaning things up. Rob, I know the media and just in general, people who are questioning the hire said uh, Nick Sirianni is going to be in over his head. Certainly, there looked to be some of that in his first press conference, but certainly no signs of that right now, unless I'm missing something. Um, I'm 100% with you. And I, I think you were going to ask, you know, who's the big, what's the biggest surprise at camp right now? Yeah. And I, I, I have to say, one of them is Nick Sirianni. I mean, all accounts have been very positive about how he's running camp. I mean, one, yeah. he's very hands-on. You've seen multiple accounts of him pulling <laughs> players aside and coaching them in a good way, not, not in a negative way. You know, he's, he's giving them hard coaching, but positive reinforcement, which I think is what this team needs. And, you know, there was an account, I think it was from today's practice that people just weren't looking sharp for a period. And he, he sopped the entire practice essentially called a team meeting in the beginning, in the middle of practice. Uh, and from all the accounts I've seen from a lot of the veterans too, uh, who a lot of them weren't practicing today, they all thought it was great. It helped and it motivated people. So I think you got to give Nick Sirianni props so far. I listened to his press conference the other day. I, I think he's settling into the role a little bit. And he also gives real answers, which is somewhat refreshing for a head coach 
uh, as you listen to them. Um, and I'll, I'll even expand that to the whole coaching staff. I listened to Gannon the other day as well. I liked what I heard from him. He seems like a very sharp guy. I'm excited to see what the defense is going to have. He was, he was singing praise that they're letting him hit a bit, uh, yeah. which he thought was good. And it really sounds like he's going to mix things up a bit on defense, have some more dynamic looks, maybe some hybrid looks. So I'm excited. Yeah, no, they're working in some three, four, which is uh, pretty interesting. I I mean, as long as the guys can play it and handle it and yeah, they're letting the guys hit, which is fun and refreshing. And I think gives the guy a little edge, you know, breeds that competition. Things get chippy for me, uh, a surprise. And I know it, I guess it shouldn't be that much of a surprise, but I was really expecting to see some buzz about Kenny Gainwell, uh, the rookie running back out of Memphis. Uh, I'm still high on him, but the fact you he hasn't been making it into any of these uh, beat writers reports, a little, uh, a little troubling as far as his ability to contribute year one, usually with a rookie running back, it's pretty obvious early on. And especially the way these practices are set up it, it kind of favors uh, skill positions like a running back to go off and break some tackles and break off some runs. We haven't seen any of that at Kenny Gainwell. So kind of, kind of disappointing, but uh certainly love what I'm seeing out of Sirianni. Justin, anything surprise you so far? Uh, Sean, just, just before you go to Justin there, just on Gainwell, before you get off that topic, I actually read an account from today's practice that he dropped at least two pump returns and it looked like he was having trouble just tracking the ball in the air. So uh, I think what you're saying, it sounds like it's spot on. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Cause they, especially if you're a later round rookie and you can return punts, that's awesome. Cause I don't want Devonta Smith returning punts. We've seen Greg Ward uh, fair catch machine, not do much uh, back there. It'd be <laughs> great. We got an explosive guy like Gainwell uh, doing something back there, but if he's missing uh, the ball, uh, yeah. get the fuck out of here. It's interesting you say that though, because I think I heard them talking about on the radio that Devonta Smith actually has been returning some punts in practice. No, so I know that's why that's interesting. Want, yeah, I don't want. I mean, maybe you know, in the same way that occasionally we would use the Sean Jackson and punt return situations, maybe. But again, uh, Devonta Smith, you see those legs. Like I, I don't need those legs, those skinny little chicken legs, getting tackled more than they need. Like save those legs for running routes and catches passes. I, I don't know about risking it on a punt return. What about you, Justin? Anything shocking you, surprising you so far? I think uh, Rob hit the nail on the head there with the coaching staff. That's where I was going to go with this one. Um, you know, he pointed out Sirianni and even Gannon. And I think the thing with Sirianni is, especially to those who haven't been following this team that much is, you know, he comes across as a bit of a dork to be quite frank. Um, but you know, when you, when you're around a guy though, who's really into what he does and knows what he's talking about, it's really easy to buy into that, regardless of what you think about that person on the surface. And I think these guys are really starting to buy into them. And, uh, Rob kind of hit the nail on the head right there. Um, uh, one person though, if I gotta, if I gotta stretch away from the coaching staff, I guess I would say Regor, you know, um, it's unfortunate what happened to his buddy. And I know we just kind of touched on him previously, but it's also unfortunate though, that, you know, he, he's not able to get his head right so far. And I was really hoping that he was going to come into camp fired up. You know, I know we drafted Devonta, so it might have upset him a little bit. Who knows? I don't know if that has any effect on him. But if anything, he should be looking at that as something good because that opens him up more, you know? So you would expect that he would have been a little bit more prepared. 
uh, maybe not mentally because of what he's going through, but at least physically in order to get through something uh, that by all accounts sounds like a simple conditioning test. So if anything, that would be my biggest disappointment so far. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we were going to do some losers and winners. Sounds like we already, uh, I think my loser so far is Gainwell and, and Justin's hitting on Rager. Rob, do you have a, a loser so far from camp? You know, no, I, I think you guys, you know, touched upon him. I mean, I, I would say in general, other than Devonta Smith, the wide receivers in general, I, I yeah. haven't heard uh, really anyone emerge or anyone stand out so far. Oh, what other about than, other than Smith. Uh, White's your, that was yeah, big news. Big I know news you're, <laughs> you're doing all you can to get that Jersey out of the closet, but uh, no, I, I mean, I just think in general, I was hoping one of them would come in and, and, and kind of emerge other than Devonta Smith. I was hoping Fulgram maybe would regain some of that magic. And I'm not saying those guys have done bad, but I haven't been reading reports that any of them have really been a standout. That's a good point. No one, no one else in the receiver core has popped. I mean, Greg Ward, uh, missed a day for a non COVID related in illness. Uh, Fulgham was out a day for lower body tightness, but then it sounded like he did end up uh, practicing day two and day three. So maybe one of those guys finds some, some momentum. I, I'm still hopeful that, uh, that Fulgham pulls out something here as far as huge winners from camp so far. I'm going to say, uh, I mean, Jalen hurts Devonta Smith. If you guys want to go there, that's, that's obviously fair game, but I'm going to keep it simple, simple system. Give me Nick Sirianni. Just seems like he has full command of the team. I, I love the move of uh, breaking it down, not letting the sloppy play go too far. What about you, Rob? Who's who's a big winner so far? Yeah, I, I don't even have anyone else. I think those three are clearly the big winners. You know, Hertz, he's getting better. We've talked about it. Devonte Smith has lived up to the hype so far. That makes him a winner. And you know, clearly Nick Sirianni and the coaching staff. If if I went to anyone else, I think I would just be reaching. So I, I'm going to stick with those guys. Justin, any uh, off the radar uh, big winner so far in camp? Anyone you're keeping uh, keeping an eye on? Like what you're seeing? I mean, it just sounds like uh, you know you guys kind of you t- we've touched on pretty much everybody so far. I mean, um, I. I think uh, as long as we keep making these strides, we're in a good spot. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else who I would say is really shining other than who we've touched on. Sweat, it sounds like, is doing what he's been doing, which is great to hear as well. So maybe him I throw in the mix. But other than that, I, th- I think we've kind of covered it. All right. Before we close things out, uh, make sure you check out underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN. For a free shot at winning a million dollars, get those uh, best ball fantasy lineups going. Maybe get some uh, Jalen Hurts uh, stacks in there. Going to his boy Devonta Smith. Before we go, let's uh, throw out one prediction between now and when we uh, drop another pod next week. Something that we expect to happen in the next uh, three, four days, five days of practices. Here, they're doing a Saturday night uh, practice, uh, at the, uh, I don't think it's actually at the link. It is at the Novacare uh, facility. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I'm going to say we do get a, we do get some buzz from a second receiver and it is Travis Fulgham. I think Fulgham, I'm going to, I'm going to lean in and, and be positive here. And, and that Fulgham gets some noise going here in the next week and, and starts getting a little bit of momentum. Rob, what about you? Who, who is, uh, one guy maybe emerges, one guy falls off. What, what do you got prediction wise for this following week? I think we're going to start hearing a little bit about uh, Miles Sanders. Um, 
I think we're going to see him start get integrated more into the offense, uh, you know, some screens, things like that. And I think we're going to start hearing about his, how dynamic he can be. Yeah. And there's, there's a little bit of that going on of him working on his uh, pass catching and, and acknowledging that he, he was uh, pretty shitty at catching the ball last year. So that's a good sign. He's acknowledging it. And obviously they're going to work on it being camp and all, but that would be sweet to see him getting a little bit of momentum. And it does seem like the screen game, We'll be uh, more involved in the Sirianni era. Justin, what do you got? Bit one big prediction here for camp. I think we're going to hear uh, by next week that Regor has his head right and that he's starting to do all the right things. Um, at, at the very least, that's what I'm really hoping happens. Um, but I, I think he could get it together. Um, I don't think it's a physical thing necessarily. I think it's more mental. So I think with a few days maybe he can start to sharpen up and uh, get back in the swing of things and, and get things right and start working on that route running that, you know, I think we all agree. He's, he needs to really focus on at this point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, hopefully Rager or Fulgham uh, has a good week coming up here in this next week and, and Devonta and Hurts uh, keep up the momentum. Wow. Football, football is here. Thank you guys for tuning in to the uh, diehard Eagles podcast. Toss us a rating and a review. If you haven't subscribed to the feed or downloaded the app already, what are you doing? Get involved. Toss us a little of a review, throw it a, uh, throw it a little go birds action there in the review. Uh, feel free to shit on the Dallas Cowboys or the New York giants or the Washington football team. Uh, I think the next time we're talking, we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more camp and then uh Preseason one preview, uh, first game right around the corner. The Hall of Fame games Thursday, and then the Eagles uh, have their first game the following Thursday after that. Oh man, the countdown to kickoff is on. Couldn't be more excited for the Diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean, second the Money Green for Rob, for Justin, go birds, go birds, go birds. Go birds.